the Lord Edgerton Castle located in Nata Farm Nakuru. Some 15 kilometers from Nakuru town, on the Nakuru-Eldorat Highway, we arrive at the place where the suitor missed the target. Not my words but the tagline on the brochure I picked at the gate on my way into Lord Edgerton's castle, encompassed by thicket of shrubs and tall equatorial canopy trees, lies a mansion, magnificent as well as fascinating in its architecture. It was constructed in 1952, coming through a cold reality that the purpose for which it was built had failed. I am wowed at my first sight of a castle, we meet cheerful friendly tour guides who relays the story behind the castle's existence and the inspiration engraved in the well-chiseled stones dotting its stairways and entryway. I can bet that any sane woman would fall for that package in the 20th century or today for that matter. But I am a little wrong. The walk through the four-story castle feels like a time travel into chivalry. The man had mastered his delectable traits, I can tell by the large wine cellar situated in the basement. Born in 1874 into a royal family of lords, barons of Edgerton, Lord Maurice Edgerton was the fourth baron and last-born son of Alan de Tatton and Lady Anna Louisa Taylor. He had two siblings, William and Cecil Edgerton who died young leaving him as the sole heir to the family's vast wealth and riches. He worked in the Royal Navy until 1920 when his father died, thereby succeeding him as the fourth baron of Edgerton. He developed a passion for hunting and photography, two activities that prompted him to travel the world and kept him on a trail through continents. He came to Africa through Zimbabwe, went up through Congo and Uganda, and eventually entered Kenya in 1920 when the British colonized the country. During this period the British government used to offer to its ex-military personnel land as a token of appreciation. Thus, Edgerton obtained 44 kilometers of land in Nakuru Njura region, which he managed with the help of workers who were assigned different roles where he based the rest of his life. While here, he was convinced and equally inspired by Lord Delamere to settle and do agriculture in the country. Maurice then bought 21,116 acres from Delamere, circumventing Lake Nakuru, parts of Rongai, Nata, and Molo, running to Edgerton University. As an offspring of royal lineage, it was customary that Maurice marries a girl of the same status and thus, he found himself a young noble beauty whose lineage branched off Queen Elizabeth's. Like most of us, he wanted nothing but love. Maurice built a four-room cottage, which he hoped would impress the woman. This is where intrigue and dismay begins. Quisha. He invited her to come and see the cottage but to his dismay, the lady didn't spend more than two hours in the compound, calling the cottage a bird's nest, which now houses the farm offices and a cafeteria, that prompting Maurice to think of building a bigger house in keeping with the royalty status. Maurice set on a project to plant a big mansion which would leave no doubt to the girl of his dreams that he was indeed worthy of her companionship. That is when the idea to build a castle, modeled on his family's back at Tatton Park Cheshire UK- came up. Lord Maurice Edgerton broke ground, laid the foundation to the castle in 1938. He contracted English architect Albert Brown, more than 100 Red Indian and Kenyan laborers as well as a group of Italian builders to realize the fancy design. By then, the Second World War had begun, and Lord Edgerton had to go to England. When the war ended in 1945, Lord Edgerton came back from Britain to resume the construction, which lasted for nine years. Still, the lady wasn't impressed, this time citing that it was small like a dog's kennel. She left for Australia and subsequently married another one of British lords. Sheeta. Lord Maurice was devastated and heartbroken but nevertheless went ahead with the construction of the castle, fully furnished with a children's room, a master bedroom for him and his wife, 
numerous other rooms, confinements, alleyways, barricades, cloistered venues and artistic lacuna. Block by block and floor by floor, the megastructure rose firmly, conspicuously in breathtaking architecture that is said to have greatly resembled the neoclassical mansion that belonged to the family back in England. The love story goes on as narrated by our tour guide. Edgerton's close links tried to find him another woman so that one day she would inherit his vast property, realistic but sad if you ask me. They found him a black American woman. Still wary of his feelings Edgerton went into a thorough background check on her and found that she had been married with kids in Australia. Poor Edgerton, his last hope shattered. Lord Edgerton's castle, in its beauty, evoked passionate misogyny for women because of his dream wife's snub and belittling of his stature. He pinned notes on trees and branches warning women that they risked a bullet if they made it anywhere close to his hundred-acre plantations that approved of his agricultural acumen. Most of the rocks used for construction were brought from abroad. Sparkly green marbles for fireplaces were imported from Italy and tiles used to decorate the interiors were ferried from China. The inside stairways and walls were paneled with British oak. The castle has many bathrooms with defunct electrical machines that would be used to warm towels and dry hair, with at least four to him. The rest were for male kids, guests and the ladies, despite the irony that no woman took a shower in there during his tenure. Sad. Huh? A huge ballroom for high-stature meetings, entertainment, celebrations and rendezvous connects to the guest lobby. Among the 52 rooms inside the castle are bathrooms, guest houses, a dark room, where Maurice developed his photography films, a library, a reading room, a kitchen, a laundry room, and many other partitions, crevice for specific functions. The roof of the castle is made of imported zinc tiles gliding over each other like pangolin shells. Polished curved stones line the perimeter of the balcony at the third and fourth floors. The organ player takes the height of two stories made with sound pipes and a cabinet that operates the organ. Thrice a year, the organ's player would come from England to play for the Lord his favorite ballads. During the 38 years he lived in Nada Farm, Lord Edgerton played a crucial role in Kenyan education. He founded the Edgerton University, which was formerly used to train European settlers. Lord Maurice Edgerton lived until 1958 as a loner in the castle. Eventually, he died a sad death due to chest issues and buried in Nakuru Cemetery. All his gold and movable wealth was sent to his family in London. Final words I'm curious if Lord Maurice Edgerton IV would turn in his grave if he knew that women were today visiting his castle, some even getting married on its picturesque lawn. What if I can meet the expense of buying the castle? Wishful thinking. Huh?